This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number 13. We're in Sanctuary Ardevix Parts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash Diablo. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is, unfortunately, Friday, April 13th. Oh god, it's Friday the 13th! And I am your host, Nebic, and I am joined by my two co-joeys in the proverbial Dawnforge pouch. Breja, how are you tonight? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna run away now. <laughs> I'm doing great, how are you doing? Tonight, so that's how he is. Well, I'll, I'll address that here in a second. But, Breja, you're, you're doing okay? Doing, I'm doing, doing well? fine. And Jen, how are you? I'm doing okay. Surviving the thunderstorms, all is well yeah. so far. So, like, as I alluded to, uh, I'm going to make this brief because I, I don't want to drag down the show with, with uh, you know, with my my s- sad little sob story. And I'll play the world's smallest violin for me. We we were all set to record last Saturday on the seventh, and unfortunately, something had to go and happen at work where um, I ended up in the emergency room. So, um, yeah, I was in a little bit of a car wreck uh, while working, and but I'm okay. The worst of my injuries were was just a really, really bad bruise to my thigh, which is still very painful, but other than that, I'm doing okay, at, well, as well as you can expect. So, truck, not so much, not so much, but <laughs> yeah, so I'm here, and I still get to play Diablo 3, so, oh my goodness, I'm so happy. <laughs> we're happy to have you back. Yeah, I'm so very happy that I still get to do this show. Because otherwise everybody would be like, Wait, where, where did my favorite barbarian-loving, wizard-loving Nevik go? <laughs> so, yes, uh, we, and speaking speaking of our, our listeners, we received a substantial amount of email. So, let's get right into that. We received an email from Nolwiz. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but Jen... Please take that one on. I can do that. It's either Noel Wiz or Noel Wiz. I'm not sure which way that's supposed to go, um, depending on how you break up the word. In any case, uh, Noel Wiz or Noel Wiz writes, Hi, I have played Diablo 2 a bit. Don't have our CD key, but at least it's on one of our computers. And I play a Necromancer Summoner, but have only managed to get to level 17. I want to get back into the game, but I have problems getting all my minions up without dying. 
Any help? I have a yellow quality crossbow, so it's nice gear. I might be able to get my guys up with the golem and the crossbow, but I haven't tried yet. From Noelle Wiz, level 85 mage and 17 necromancer. Uh, Noelle Wiz goes on to say, P.S. Is there any way to get my CD key from the files? There was a program, but that's broken with the latest patch, and I can't merge my WoW and D2 Battle.net accounts. If we go in reverse, I can tell you that, yes, you cannot merge your... WoW and Diablo 2 Battle.net accounts because they are both on separate Battle.net servers. They, they don't even communicate with one another. That was something that I had to remind myself when we did our first gaming night. It was like, oh yeah, this is the legacy Battle.net system, not, not the current Battle.net system. That really confused me on the second beta night when I finally got in because I was trying to log in as though I was logging into Battle.net, yeah. and it was it didn't have enough character space. And I'm like, something's really wrong, and it was it was the legacy one. As far as the necromancer goes, I'm going to refer you to Brasia because uh, I have no clue. Part of the problem is he might be taking um, lower level minion. Uh, skeletons and trying to fight against higher level. It depends on where you are in the game. Um, if he's in the earlier acts with the level 17, they'll last longer. Uh, obviously, because uh, they have less, more health than what they're fighting against. But if you're trying to do it in later acts, what I find I found for myself when I took a Mechomancer is I would actually go back a little bit earlier in the same act. You know, build up my army of them so that I have like 10, 15 of them alive before I go back to the um, higher levels because generally what will happen is I'll, the higher levels I'll, or later part of the act I'll kill a few of them um, and then I'll only be able to get one, two, or three up at a time and they just get smushed down by a bunch of uh, mobs before they even get a chance like I even get a chance to continue to build my army of them yeah that makes sense you know, Diablo works and at least Diablo 2 worked in that way where if you try to take a further um, event of the game or act of the game where you're trying to play it like right from scratch and trying to build like you were earlier in the game you have more difficulty just because of the, the types of mobs you're fighting mm -hmm. so I, I would suggest maybe coming back like let's say you're in act 2 and instead of being like in Talrash's tomb maybe you know just outside of uh, look, Ghislaine, you go out and kill a few mobs there to get yourself maybe about 5 to 10 of your skeleton and then go back and try to take on Talrash or Jim. Mm -hmm. Or maybe even go back to the end of Act 1 where the monsters are a little bit lower and you can kill them without having as many up and build up your army that way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so see, that, that's one of the reasons why I never got into the Necromancer. It has a ramp-up time. <laughs> Like you, you can't just you can't just you know jump in and go like all right I'm gonna smash face nope nope you you have to go no I gotta summon this guy and summon that guy and I need need that guy over there and and by by the time by the time you finally get your army rolling you're, you're like wait where where's everybody why why am I only around with a bunch of skeletons here. And the other thing is, he may not have a lot of points in skeleton mastery, which increases yeah. the damage and health of the um, skeleton. So if it's at a very low level, it's gonna um, you really need more of them for them to be effective. So could be either one. 
you know, although this is going to be kind of a delayed reaction kind of thing, I, I do know that we have a, a necromancer... I, I would... Well, I don't know if I'd call him a master at the necromancer, but we, we do know that he is quite, um, you know, he's he's quite talented at mostly everything he does in Diablo, and that would be Lantonio. Maybe he could send us in an email and you know give give some pointers on how to get a low-level necromancer rolling and like how to start from scratch, you know, if you haven't played in a while and stuff like that. So maybe Lantonio can write in and give us some tips. So. Always hang in there. In the meantime, you can always go, you know, pwn some face with a barbarian. I mean, they're they're pretty straightforward. They have no ramp up time. You just walk up to stuff and punch it in the face. It's awesome. Oh, smash. Yeah. So that's always fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know anything about how to get the CD key from the files? Now that's that's a good question. Um, I do not know. I I'm sure. It probably. I have a feeling that that CD key would not be. Hmm. Well, I guess I guess it would be. It would have to be stored at, at some level in the MPQ files mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, but I, I mean, personally, I wouldn't know how to access something of that sort. I mean, you. I would expect you'd have to have some sort of program to be able to do that. Probably. Because you don't want. Yeah. Thought is possibly to um, contact Blizzard support and see if they have a way that they can do that. Um, maybe not specifically run some sort of program to kind of hack into your file to find out, but it's probably they have something there that allows them to be able to look at an active D2 Battle.net account and see what that is so that you, can, you they would be able to allow you to use it on another computer. And I think especially if you like registered the game with Diablo, like you went into Battle.net and you registered that you had the game, um, mm -hmm. that might provide help if you go through customer service but if the problem is that something didn't like download right or there was something wrong with the cd you might be able to download the game from your battle.net account if you registered it mm -hmm, if, mm -hmm. if the problem is just trying to go around something that broke that might possibly provide a solution yeah and you know i i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this over to uh blizzard's side of the ball and say hey blizzard why is the diablo 2 battle chest still 35 dollars I mean, seriously, why is it still $35? <laughs> it should be like 15 You should be trying to encourage all of your potential Diablo fans, you know, that have never touched Diablo, you know, to maybe, maybe you know, May 15th is still too far out, and they, they, they want to get into that action right now. Of course, I'm sure that's the, out of the 275,000 people who just got into the beta, I'm sure lots of people got a sampling of Diablo 3. And I, I bet the price drops after D3 launches. I know. The, the D2 price probably going to drop after that. It kind of it kind of reminds me of Nintendo and how their catalog sales they their catalog almost never goes on discount. I mean, you you could go back and let, let's just say Super Mario 6. Well, let's go back further than that. Say you know Super Mario Brothers 3 is still available for the for the NES and you know everybody still has NESs or whatever it would still cost $70 today because Nintendo never drops their freaking prices but that's so strange I know well Blizzard does I mean they've, they've adjusted their battle um, chests that they've had yeah, over time but you know I don't know I don't know if that's even on the, the the mind of them their marketing department right now they should totally like you know just do a promotion right now get Diablo mm -hmm. 2 for 5 bucks done yeah yeah. 
Well, I, I still think they're going to drop the price. I think they're going to drop it, like, you know, maybe a month after D3 launches. But, yeah, if it's any consolation, Diablo 3 is so close. I mean, we are a month and two days away. Exactly. I can taste it. And it really tastes, like, tastes like blood. But, um, anyways. Brasia, let's move on to the email from Zesty Clam. Ooh, I like Zesty Clam. Uh, Zesty Clam, he says to us, Hey, guys. Well, the impossible happened. I managed to win a Diablo 3 beta key. Congratulations. And I have to say, my expectations were extremely high. So I nervously watched the download and after the usual login stuff, well, I was totally blown away. And this is, uh, will be my addiction for years to come. Congratulations. One of me. To one of, or actually one of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Diablo's <laughs> anonymous. Thank you. Uh, for everyone waiting... It is unbelievable. Only been playing the puke doctor. <laughs> I like Zesty Clam. Or the witch doctor. <laughs> at the moment. And can see some great builds to play around with. Uh, next up will be the demon hunter. Oh, I see what's going on here. characters that everyone complains about first. <laughs> Aw, I don't complain about the demon hunter. That's my favorite. No, I like, I like watching the uh, demon hunter in action. It's pretty fun. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Oh, no kidding. Uh, don't get my son started on that. He loves that. Um, <laughs> anyway, getting back to Zesty Clan. Let me say, just say how well the game played. I'm on a Mac, iMac i7 27-inch. Oh my goodness, that's a huge screen. <laughs> no kidding. And it is smooth as silk. Textures are rich. I didn't find any of the problems of fog obscuring the environment. To all the small details, uh, rats scurrying, birds uh, burst from the trees, and music minimalist, but with the good headphones, really immerses you into the game. Well, can't type anymore. Sanctuary awaits. Any chance you guys will be making up a guild? Uh, keep up the great work. Sounds like you guys have a fourth musketeer in Lantonio. All the best. See you in the game. Cheers, Steve, aka Zesty Clam. Uh, P.S. Usual apologies for spelling, punctuation, plus grammar. I thought it was fine. Thank you, Dusty, for that uh, email. <laughs> yeah, his little awesome. P.S. was intentionally, like, all garbled. It's written almost <laughs> so I can't it. read it. Yeah, he did a nice job with that. <laughs> it was kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Dusty Clan brought up something that, you know, the music is so ambient in the beta. In the beta. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I I can't actually, you know, go, oh, yeah, that was an awesome track or, you know, something like that. It was just, it just fits so well with the game. And I'm hoping that, you know, that once we finally have the full version of the game, there will be, you know, you'll get into New Tristam or wherever else. And that rift will play or, so, you know, some, something will hook you. Mm-hmm. And just that, that reminded me that, yeah, the music hasn't really hooked me yet, but the game plays amazing. And that might be why the music hasn't hooked you. You're focused on what you're doing, and you're not, like, listening to the sounds. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to probably go through a playthrough and just, you know, listen. Yeah, I mean, it might change in its tone and stuff throughout the game, but I think just in the first half of the first act, what we get to play, it seems to fit the mood very well. It's, it's not overbearing the music. It's not, like, up-tempo or too slow. It just seems to be a natural part of the mu- of the game. And so it just it feels right, 
and overall just listening to the game when like my son was playing it on the computer and took the headphones off and had it playing through the subwoofer and <laughs> wow I mean it's just like the the action and then when it stops doing it you can tell it's like the music's there and then you hear some background noises like birds or something of that sort. The crows, and, yeah, yeah the there's crows. a lot of crows. And mm -hmm. it sounds it sounds wonderful. I mean they've done a fantastic job with the sound once again in one of their Blizzard games. Sisty Clam, I, I, I saw what you did there. You, you know, you rolled, you rolled the puke doctor, and then, then the then the demon hunter. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> Someone's I see what's going on. So rather than uh than, you know, lamenting on that, let's carry on with uh I will tackle an email from Dean. Oh well, and Dean... he did bring up one other thing though. Oh, okay. Now it's about right, making right. a guild. Now I know oh, yes. they don't have guild systems per se right mm -hmm. now in Diablo three. I don't think they're planning on having them either. I don't think it's supposed to no, be. No, it's something that's like come up kind of in the past, but I think that was a while ago, like you know, mm -hmm. a year, year and a half ago. Um, but they just didn't feel like there was a, a way to support it, like say in a multi massively multiplayer game like WoW or you know Rift or something of that sort, where it's inclusive to have so many players. You know, Diablo three is basically a um, a multiplayer game at most. Yeah, co-op. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to do that. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem, like, if we set up um, some sort of forum somewhere and people would kind of interact there, but I don't really know. Like, you know, just, uh, as far as guild within the game, it's kind of hard to do at the way they have it set up. Yeah, the most we can do, I think, is, like, putting together a group game, you know, and inviting... Well, that, that's something that we can definitely look into. Um, I, I've thought about it, but I, I haven't, you know, felt that, you know, I haven't felt that kick in the butt to go ahead and do it. You know, like setting up a forums for, you know, the sh for the show, for everybody to communicate with one another outside of the show. You know, I mean, I, I set up, I got the uh, Mumble server, which mm -hmm. um, it it's anybody's going to be free to use it, and you know, if if we get a bunch of people all at once, you know, I'll upgrade it so that so that we have more room so that everybody can be on the same server. And but yeah, the guild support it was something that I was hoping that would be in, but that was also, you know, coming from the mindset of an MMO, where Diablo three is not an MMO, it's just a multiplayer game. Mm -hmm. So guild support, you know, you, you could say, well, you know, you have your first-person shooters that have guilds. Well, it's clan support in first-person shooters for the most part. And I'm sure there will be a system similar to that when they actually get the arenas, you know, into the game later down the road. You know, the PvP aspect of the game. Because I, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're going to have arena teams or something similar to that. And so there, there will be that kind of support. I'd definitely say stay tuned and, and keep listening because there'll be some way that we can figure to gather a group of people and at least communicate, like you were saying, either through the Mumble server or through some sort of forums or because a lot of people are coming from other games where we know each other. In those. So that might be helpful to uh, use something like that. Just the amount of people that, you know, the amount of friends that I have in WoW that have been like, hey, I got into the Diablo 3 beta this week. It's like, cool, awesome, listen to my show now. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> Come on over and leave same. us email. Yeah, yeah but, uh, yeah, there, there, it's 
it really is amazing just how many people have never played Diablo and now they're gonna get it because they signed up for the annual pass and they're getting Diablo 3 for free so we're they're gonna love it yeah we're definitely um, wow this is kind of like an on show meeting right here folks but uh, <laughs> Brazia Jen we, we really need to get on for, probably for our next episode uh, we need to get together uh, you know some some tips for the you know the Diablo noob. You know somebody who's coming from WoW and has never played Diablo. What what they can expect. So yeah, let let's put that together for the next episode. Yay for on show air or on air meetings. Yes. On air production meetings are yep. the best. I do that a lot on other shows. So yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, coming in episode fourteen, providing that nothing else happens to me. But uh, yeah. make it so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. I'm sorry, Dean. We were about to read your email, but that that was a good sidetrack. I really enjoyed that. So, uh, Dean says, Hey, guys. Really enjoying the podcast. I only found it the other day. I haven't got a beta invite. I think the chances are quite a bit lower here. Well, maybe not so much. Maybe, Dean, maybe you should check your email or just log into your Battle.net account because you might have an invite right now. 275,000 people got invited. Good but, luck. Uh, good in luck. Yeah. So, anyways, he, Dean continues. So, I've been spending time trying to feel involved by watching four strategy videos on YouTube. Oop, I'm going to have to get the link for that so that we can include it in the show notes. Good um, idea. Yep, yep, mental note. All right, cool. Ordering the Book of Cain and late, lately listening to you guys. I started with the latest episode, which was number 12, because today is, you know, episode 13, because I wanted the most up-to-date. Now I'm deliberately listening to them all in reverse order, which is kind of fun. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, spoiler alert, Dean. You're going to hear me. <laughs> you're going to hear me bash on barbarians. Spoiler. Sorry. Oh, no. If you listen to it backwards, you're going to absolutely love barbarian duty. Mm -hmm. And um, then, and then I'm going to hate and... them. <laughs> yes. There we go. Yep. Dean continues, it's a bit like watching an egg hatch in reverse. I get to hear the winners. <laughs> oh, whew, imagery. I, like uh, I get to hear the winners of competitions before the competitions are even announced. <laughs> I like Dean. That's true. Yeah. Dean, you're, you're pretty cool for doing that. That's I, I don't know if I could do that. I'd probably listen to the latest episode and then go back to, you know, the first available and then work my way up but that's pretty cool i never thought about doing it that way i think he's having more fun doing it that way than if he did it the other way well if he really wanted to have fun he could listen them into he could listen to the episodes in uh you know in reverse reverse you know listen to the actual episode starting from the end and play it in reverse and see if he raises any demons right mm -hmm. yep yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> spoiler alert every episode played in reverse uh well um we can't be held accountable for any demonic activity that happens. Anyways. Oh, no. In reverse, it wouldn't be demonic. It would be all rainbows. And, uh, He'd be uniforms. getting little angels instead, right? Exactly. Little angels. There. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Forget all. Forget all that. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean continues. Anyways, I'm a fan of the show. I like the relaxed style of the program, and I think it works better that you guys are pretty casual, more down-to-earth, but have hardcore guests you can access for, for interviews. 
Please let me know if you need any help with translation of Australian or English vernacular. I am fluent in both. <laughs> I, I guess this has something to do with our swatting up on certain things. Right, right. That was a new one for me. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, could you please discuss on the show sometime if there's going to be voice chat, or will we need to use Ventrilo like my guild did in WoW, or is there a better option for multiplayer? All the best, Dean out of Melbourne, Australia, and P.S. As I'm a retired undead warrior tank, I plan to start with a barbarian. You rock, Dean, because barbarians are awesome. That sounds like a good choice to start <laughs> with from there. So, yes, Dean, um, there is no voice chat in the game. Blizzard hasn't... They tried to do it in WoW. I mean, I'm, I don't know if you tried it in WoW, but it didn't go over too well. They're still looking into it. I don't think they've found a system they, they're happy with. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at some point them putting on some sort of feature like that into Battle.net itself. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I was about to but say. But not directly in Diablo 3. Yeah, I think uh, Battle.net version 3.0? We are in Battle.net 2.0, right? Uh, well, whatever the next iteration of Battle.net is, I'm sure they'll... They're gonna, they, they've... Um, they're, they're, if... Any of our listeners are WoW players and have Real ID friends. You'll you'll know what I'm about to speak of, and that's the Real ID login and log off spam. And they're they want to address that and you know fix it so that when you log in to Battle.net and it'll be, I guess it will be kind of like Steam in in that aspect. You will appear online and then you won't go offline in you know miss conversations with people while you're switching characters or whatever so i'm sure all that will be rolled into the next iteration of battle.net including voice chat because they definitely that would be helpful yeah they they want to do something and i wouldn't be surprised if they partnered with either ventrilo or mumble to accomplish that so Mm. good point well, Blizzard does tend to take things that people are already doing as workarounds in the game and incorporating them. Yeah. In different ways. Like, they recently in WoW, they incorporated the information about the dungeons, like what bosses were there and what they dropped so that people didn't have to, like, leave the game and go look mm-hmm. and come back. So they, it's potential that they could, you know, work this out, too. But, yeah. For now, Ventrilo and Mumble are your best options. Or, hey, I think there's still TeamSpeak servers up and running. There's still that. There's also, what, Campfire? There, there's a bunch of different little voice chat applications. Oh, and, of course, Skype. How, how could we forget the, you know, the end-all, be-all that is Skype, right? I mean, it is really the best thing ever, right? Okay, I'm just... Uh, right. All right. Right? <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, definitely use whatever you're currently using. Mm-hmm. Go. That's probably going to be most familiar for you and your friends. And, yep. Uh, probably most reliable too and you know what dean i'm glad that you brought that up because i'm going to i'm still trying to make some changes to our wordpress blog site um because i want to get a list of everybody's battle battle tags um so that you know if you're a listener of the show and you want to play with other listeners of the show you have a resource to go to so that you can so you can plug in you know all the listeners of the show and then you know start day one with a bunch of friends to play with but anyways um i will get our mumble information up front and probably in one of the sidebars on on the website that way uh, 
That way you don't have to go searching for our instructions on how to play with us on a Diablo game night in order to get that information. But yeah, we have a Mumble server actually already set up for that, so yay! So Jen, would you like to, uh, um, wow. Um, I, I'm sorry. The the, yeah, email. <laughs> you okay, Novak? Okay, I'll, I'll read the email. Yes. This one is from Chronic Fatigue. I like that name. I'm just going to drink the rest of my beer name. now. That sounds like a good plan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, Chronic Fatigue writes... Hey guys, my name is Jacob, a.k.a. Chronic Fatigue, and I'm 27 years old and really love your show. Thanks, Jacob. We love that you love our show. Jacob, I love you for loving our show. There you go. What more could you want? He goes on to say, I've been listening to both your show and Diablo Inc.'s show on iTunes, and don't tell anyone, but your show is better. Aw, we love you even more. <laughs> I appreciate that, but... I don't think our show is better. I think our show, I think, I think both of our shows, you know, our show has, you know, a particular angle to it. You know, we're, we're all about having fun and talking about the game and, and stuff like that. But Flux's Diablo Inc. show is incredibly, you know, informative. And I, I, I like Flux. He, he's a very interesting character. I really like him. I, I gotta, I gotta reach out and try to get him on the show because even though he might have a little bit of resentment towards us for all being wild players i'm sure he'll still come on the show he's he seems like a really fun guy so he goes on to say answering your question from last week about plans for diablo 3 release because we did ask what people were going to do for that mm -hmm. Uh, he says, I am going the pizza and energy drink route and locking myself in my lair and playing the wizard through to level 60. Oh, I'm Jacob. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You are awesome. Okay. Someone, sorry, finally. Sorry, monster, Nevik. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he goes on to say, I recently got into the beta, and I must say I'm really impressed with the new Diablo game, as I'm a hardcore Diablo 2 gamer who has beaten the game with a hardcore character. Oh, wow. I do it. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's pretty impressive. That's I've never done that, that's for sure. Um, oh, and he says, I do admit that it feels like they have nubbified the game a little with making the game more loot-based than skill-based in regards to leveling up and only having the choice of being able to level up skills rather than stats and skills. I want to bring up a point that you guys in America may not be aware of, and that is the fact that there won't be any SEA Southeast Asia servers for us Aussies or anyone in the Southeast Asian region. I'm really disappointed with this fact because I'm getting a ping of 220 to 280 with random lag spikes every 5 to 10 minutes, and I can see myself not playing a hardcore character because of this. I would cry if I died due to a lag spike. That's totally understandable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that has been an issue uh, that they've talked about for a while. Um, I don't know exactly what their plans are to get that fixed. Or I know that they, what he's talking about is, I was reading into it earlier today, and it, basically the Aussies and New Zealanders are going to have to log on to uh, an American server. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, if it's not working right, then... That's going to put them in a disadvantage, yeah. yeah. So hopefully they'll get on that, because I can't imagine why they would... I, I can't imagine they would leave that intentionally. Like, that's got to be a work in progress, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, our poor Australian and, New and Kiwi friends, you know, they've they've had to suffer with, you know, these pings for almost eight years now. And wow, because Blizzard refuses to set up a server farm over there for them. 
So, That's so strange. Yeah. It, and, and not only that, but then they have to suffer with, you know, our, you know, our maintenance occurs, you know, at 2 or 3 o'clock. It's 3 o'clock in the morning, right? 2 o'clock? Wherever, you know, it's like early in the morning. But for them, it's prime time. And right. they, they, they lose a day because of that. So I feel I feel you on that, um, well, Jacob. I think part of the design of the game is that all the actions are occurring on your... Um, computer side mm-hmm. client side rather than on the server side so that like if something were to happen like a disconnect or something of that sort uh, it shouldn't directly affect your character hopefully immediately exactly that's yeah. theory <laughs> but it, the idea is like it, it happens on your client you know it's working there so disconnect happens on the server side you don't lose everything because your client is still connected even though it's not directly talking to the server. The only thing that I can think of is um, maybe for whatever reason, because of the geography of Australia, you know, you got this, you know, big desert thing and most of the civilization's on the edges. But um, maybe they just, for whatever... Maybe it's financial, you know, maybe the numbers don't justify setting up a server farm there. And if they did set up a server farm there, I don't know if they would segregate it away from the North American, you know, like kind of like how Europeans can't play with us North Americans and vice versa and stuff like that. So I I don't know. I don't know what they would do. I really do think Blizzard needs to, you know, set up some servers out there. Yeah, I still don't know why they wouldn't have them connect to like a, um, oh, because they're not having one, <laughs> an Asian server. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a mess they need to At sort out. At least proximity, that would closer. Yeah. That's true. Well, going on, um, he does have half an email here, guys. Um, he says, Blizzard always boasts about putting gameplay first with their games. I really do feel that not having SEA servers and not being able to play the game over LAN or offline is going to hinder my experience a little. But in saying that, I did enjoy the beta, and it wasn't unplayable, but a lower ping would be amazing. I would say the greatest thing I enjoyed with Diablo 3 beta was the way that quests are now. They make you care about what you're doing, and they are actually interesting. Thanks a lot for providing me with some entertainment, and I'm looking forward to your next podcast. Jacob, a.k.a. Chronic Fatigue. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah. I, I don't want to dig up the whole server thing again, but yeah, it's... I, I have a bunch of friends who live over there, and uh, yeah, I, I get to hear them bitch and and moan about the pings that they get in WoW. So, yeah, it's... And with Diablo 3 being online only, even if you're playing single player, you know, that's definitely going to affect... Not gonna, yeah, it's you gonna can't just play you. at home and expect that it's not going to be affected by that. That is that is odd. Mm-hmm. It is a bummer, but... Hopefully, hopefully the game... I, I'm sure they developed the game with uh, latency tolerances in mind, so... Hopefully... Hopefully, if the unthinkable happens and you get a lag spike, as Brazia was alluding to, hopefully you wouldn't end up, you know, being like, "Oh my goodness, everything's frozen," and then boom, your your hardcore character's dead, and and then you, then you slit your wrists and then go go cry. Mm-hmm. That would be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, we will see. Hopefully, Blizzard at some point will realize that 
our Australian buddies deserve to have a farm over there. But exactly. Make it so. Yeah. I, I mean, it's <laughs> it's not like Australia is a third world, you know, a third world country. <laughs> it's you know they 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 do they do have technology over there. They they could definitely set up a server farm. They do have data centers out there. But uh, mm-hmm. may, maybe it could be political. Who knows? I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe there, there must be some reason we're not aware of. Yeah, because I do know Australia has some weird, weird laws in regards to you know violent video games and it's. Oh, Diablo might be considered violent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Just a little. Yeah. So I wonder. I wonder how that got through. I haven't even thought about it at this moment. But yeah. Anyways. Brasia, we have an email from Sorota. Hey, Sorota. It has been a while since I have sent an email to the show. I didn't realize that the last show was your 12th show. Congrats. Thank you, Sorota. Um, I really, really like the two weeks between the show's format. It provides for a relaxing pace and a chance to gather all the latest Diablo news out there. You asked what your listeners plan to do uh, for the... Diablo 3 release date. Well, I'll be only 41 miles from Blizzard. I'm hoping to attend one of their release signings. Mm, oh yes. That'll be awesome. Sorota, you and I need to talk because I'm <laughs> going to be printing some stuff up and I might need to ship it down to you to distribute and you could be a um, yeah, another on-air meeting here, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he could be, um, oh, oh my goodness, uh, a diplomat, a diplomat? No, not, not diplomat. Um, um what, what's the word that I'm looking diplomat. for? Uh, no, not diplomat. Um, ambassador. 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 Yes. I love it. Yes. Yeah, he, he could, could be, be Ambassador Sirota representing Shattered Soulstone. Yep. At the event. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Sirota, I, I will be in contact with you. Anyways, sorry. Oh, Continue. Okay. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Throughout it says, in the, uh, in the past, they've done signings at either the Fountain Valley Pride Electronics or the Anaheim Pride. And if they continue to the tradition, I plan on getting in line on May 14th for a midnight release of the game. And if I am not able to attend, then I still have my collector edition on pre-order at Best Buy. Keep up the good work, guys. Sorota. You know what? Sorota... I, I like the fact that you you're going out there even though your 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 pre-orders over at Best Buy probably because join the party yeah because Sorota is uh he's also a f- fellow WoW player so I'm sure Sorota has the annual pass and will be down digitally downloading and then therefore will not you know feel he won't lose anything right by not going and picking it up at Best Buy immediately right still be able to go home play wake up or maybe you know stay up. Go pick up your CE at Best Buy, you know, toss that key on there, and boom, good to go. But, yeah, that's awesome. It's still not out of the realm of possibilities that I might go to the Bay Area, because I know traditionally they've sometimes gone to either, like, the Sunnyvale Fries or one of the other fries in the Bay Area. And if they do send a developer out there, I might try to make it happen just so that I can be out there and, you know, be with a lot more people because I'm sure that the line at my local GameStop is not going to be, well, let's just say a lot of people are going to be digitally downloading the game. So if if the last uh, WoW expansion was any indication, <laughs> the line's not going to be too crazy. So 
But then again, you know, Diablo, Diablo, we haven't seen a Diablo game in forever, so who knows? If we need to have like a big party happen somewhere, that would be worth going to. I am, I'm in California, but I'm not anywhere near the places that Sirota talked about, so I'm not going to be heading out there. That would, that would be quite the endeavor, but I could see where it'd be fun to go. Yeah. Yeah, especially the Fountain Valley. I'm sure they're going to do it at Fountain Valley, because I think that's actually closer to their headquarters. Um, Sarada, if you do go out there and you happen to corner Chris Metzen, yeah, like I said, I'll be I'll be in talks with you. Anyways, uh, anyways, so um, yes, that that concludes all of our emails, and you can send us an email to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. Oh my goodness, I totally just butchered that. Show, that yes, show at shat. Oh. <laughs> it's. Wow, beer talking. So, yeah, and yep. there's a lot of S's in that phrase. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that doesn't help. Slurring. Anyways, mm. show at shatteredsoulstone.com. There we go. Third time. Yay. Boom. All right, done. So we did get some good... Uh, we, we actually got some iTunes reviews, and they were all five stars. I was, uh, I was like, oh my goodness, wow, people do love us. <laughs> they really like us. Yeah, thank yeah. you for the uh, reviews. And the... But the most important thing was the the thing that I loved about all three reviews from uh, Shoot003, Chewy Louie, who was actually a review on the UK store in Hot in the City, was all three of them reviewed us based on the merits that we set forth in our first episode. You know, we're not trying to be that hardcore podcast out there. You know, we're, we're here to have fun. We're here to talk about the game. And they reviewed us as such. And I, I greatly appreciate that because... We got a lot of reviews. Well, I wouldn't say a lot, but we got a number of reviews of people. You know, we weren't doing the show that they wanted, so they, you know, they docked us for that. Yeah, they weren't happy. It was like the first episode or the second episode, and people were tuning in that expected that we were going to be completely hardcore and, and up to date with the news, and and very much like this is how you do this, and this is the best way to do that. And that really wasn't the way we wanted to go with this. So the result was we had a lot of people who expected something else, started listening to the show, didn't get the thing they expected, and were unhappy. So it's very nice now. You know, this is 13 episodes in, but by the time this was, it would be at least, you know, they couldn't have listened to more than 12 episodes to put those up. You know, that people are now seeing what we have and basing the review on what is here instead of kind of what they hoped for or thought it would be or expected. I guess, if that makes any sense. It's it's really nice. It's nice to have people like listening and listening critically and, and enjoying it. We like that. Yeah, I mean, although we don't have like a guild per se, you know, at least we're trying to help foster a community of players who like to play the game of Diablo and talk about the lore and talk about the game style and play and how things go and have fun together. And uh, mm -hmm. I think people are catching on and it's just going to be great. Yep. And you know we've we start we've we hit our groove and you know the three of us we have a great rapport with one another now, and you know it, it shows now you know it's like even though my my two Kojo is here they they both play classes that that I don't care so much about but you know <laughs> you know they're they're still awesome and I I love I love talking with Brazier and Jen and. And they love talking with me, even though I, I, you know, flip flopped on my barbarian, you know, how, how 
my how I view the barbarian, but you no, know, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yes, I, I didn't want to um, make anyone exclude anyone's review, so I, I will go through them really quickly here. Uh, Shoot003 says the hosts seem to have great chemistry. Well, I certainly hope so. I enjoy listening to such passionate Diablo fans. I would like to hear a little more talk about skills and abilities of the characters. Don't worry, Shoot, that's coming. Oh yeah, we'll get there. It's it's just that the beta is so limited in what you get access to, so you know it's not really it's not worth. There's really not a whole lot to go yeah. with yet, yeah, because you know you can only go so far in the beta. We could go over this is like the best way you could do you know the demon hunter in the beta, but that might not be true for the rest of the game, and it's like 40 minutes long. So. Yeah, that and also yeah. you know things things keep changing. They keep they, they keep do. moving stuff around. Oh yeah. Actually, they what they did another character wipe. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> so it's all gone, and you get 15. to try again. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, Chewy Louie, our UK store review, says, "Enjoy listening to the show. Big thumbs up from Liverpool, UK." Awesome. Oh, thanks. I'm gonna have to swat Thank up on my British, uh, you know, vernacular, so that that way I can better appeal to our our UK listeners. You know, oh no, the, more swatting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then uh, Hot in the City says, uh, This is a great show with hosts who are excited about the game and just want to have fun. Nevik has a wry humor that grows on you. I, I have a wry humor? I thought it was just funnier in my head, but... You know. <laughs> and it's quite, that way. Yeah, and it's quite entertaining. Brasia is knowledgeable and awesome. That he oh, is. Yeah. And Jen is smart and has a beautiful voice. Also very true. Aw, thank you. So the quality of the recording is good. It could be better. I'm working on getting a new microphone at some point, but you know. I need a new microphone as well. So. Yeah, we're you know baby steps, baby steps. You know, I'm sure the instance didn't sound well. Maybe the instance did sound awesome the very first show, but that's because Scott Johnson was a radio professional. But anyways, yes. Anyways, carrying on. Uh. Let's see, where did I leave off? Oh yeah, the quality of the recording is good, and I can't wait to hear them once we are live with Diablo 3. Keep up the good work. Love you all. Oh, thank you, Hot thank in the you. City. Aw, very sweet review. Yep. I'm all so, hot listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yes, Audible is our sponsor of the show, and... Um, you know, I actually did do some double checking, and uh, yeah, you get a free 30-day trial. And if you listen to our last episode, I incorrectly, incorrectly, yes, yes, incorrectly led people to believe that you got a discount on your first three months. Unfortunately, with the switch to the 30-day trial, that trial offer, no, well, the discounted trial. I'm sorry. I'm totally. It changed. It yes, changed, it changed since the last time yep. we talked about it on the show. Yes, I'm stumbling over over our sponsor app. This is amazing. Anyways, uh, so yes, uh, you get you get a 30 day free trial, and that includes 30 day access to the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, the digital editions of those, and you get a credit that you can use on over on over a hundred thousand selections, and most and most of their books. Yeah, and most of their books are one credit. There are only a couple that are two, so you you can sign up for get your you know your 30-day access to both the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and listen to an audiobook and not pay a single dime. 
but we hope you do at some point because I'm sure you will love the service because there after it's $14.95 per month and you get a credit per month so it's pretty awesome you can go to audibletrial.com slash Diablo to get your 30-day free trial of Audible today so go do that please all right so with that out of the way uh, there was a there was a little bit of news. Uh, you you might have heard of this little game called that's going to be coming out called Where in Sanctuary is Decker Kane? I was amazed when I saw this. It looks amazing. The the graphics oh, the graphics are so awesome. They're just so up to date. I know it's it's and, and they're so oh. two bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. If. I, I can't keep this up. It, it was the April Fool's joke, at least when it came to uh, Diablo and their uh, Blizzard always does some really funny tongue-in-cheek stuff for for April Fool's Day. They do, and often it's good enough where people are like, "Yeah, we'd actually like to have that in the game. That would be really cool." You know, yeah, like that's where the Pandaren expansion thing started, I think. Um, well, you know, kind of. Anyway, you know, I yeah. mean, sometimes it's like things where people really want it, you know, um, and they had a lot of stuff. Like you were saying, the Blizz Kids thing was like a whole series of stuff from Blizzard that would be geared for like you know twelve year old and under sort of things, or even eight year olds learning to type. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. And it was neat that they included an April Fool that was like related to the Diablo series because I've never seen them do that before. Yep. But mind you, where in Sanctuary is Decker Kane would have been rated M for mature, so. Just, just the whole fact that it was a Blizz Kids <laughs> title and it was rated M. Uh, I just, I, I fell out of my chair laughing because of that. That was just awesome. Yeah, you know, where is Uncle Deckard? Oh no, he's in hell. Oops, rated M. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Good luck finding him, kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other, other than their April Fool's joke, uh, there were a couple things that I wanted to bring up. Um. I guess the most important of that, of that being, other than the you know the 275,000 beta invites that just went out, uh, would be that Inferno is no longer going to be a quote-unquote flat difficulty. Where, let's take a few steps back. Originally, the vision of the game was for Inferno to be this fourth difficulty where everything was the same difficulty, no matter where you were. That that way, you know, say you like Act One better than Act Four. You, wouldn't feel compelled to always doing the same Act 4 runs, you know. You'd be encouraged to explore all the game. Well, you know, a vision for something and actually making it happen, you know, it's a little difficult. And I think a lot of people saw this as, oh, Blizzard, Blizzard's nerfing, you know, the beginning of Inferno. Actually, no, it's the opposite. They, um, Blizzard realized that they can't have a flat difficulty throughout the entire game it's it's just logistically impossible because if you played through the beta and i know 275,000 of you probably just went through you know your first hour of the beta and realized wow that was pretty cool and also kind of short but you know the, the packs they're they're not very you know they're not they're not high density you know, it, it would be really hard to make, you know, that first zombie that you encounter on the road be the same difficulty as everything else in the game. Now, although that probably isn't the intention or of the original vision, but 
they, they wanted it so that your, you know, your champion packs and your unique packs and stuff like that would be as hard as your Act 4 end boss, you know? And I, I think they just realized that it wasn't possible because the champions actually end up being harder than the bosses because of the random nature of their affixes and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm talking forever here. Brazier, what's what's your opinion on all of this? Well, I like it because now they're they're giving something more to the people who are even more hardcore. Because mm -hmm. it's not just like you can't just walk into Inferno and say, okay, the first five or six mobs I fight are going to be pretty much the same in difficulty as fighting whoever the end boss is. Yeah. Uh, now it's kind of, you know, Act 1 and 2 are kind of supposed to be hard, like, um, you know, what Inferno is supposed to be like, but it, that's not the hardest part of the game. 3 and 4 are supposed to be the hardest part of the game, and it just should, as a story, should feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it should feel like when you go into Act 3, and you go into Act 4, and you're in the most difficult part of this game, that, you know, even though you might be running around doing, you know, there'll be people that do hardcore grinding runs of, you know, the first couple of acts, well, they can't do that with Act 3 and 4, necessarily, mm -hmm. unless, you know, they've built up enough loot and everything else. It's just that, like, you know, I mean, I, I always thought of the one thing about Diablo 2 I would have liked was when you got to that final, you know, couple of um, acts, that they were significantly harder than 1 and 2 and 3. You know, mm -hmm. like 4 and 5 should be, you know, in Diablo 2, you know, you're fighting Diablo again, you're fighting Baal. It should be like the ultimate, just, you know, challenge for a hardcore player to have. But it never, never seemed to evolve to, into that. It always seemed like, you know, you've got to um, a point where you're, you've You've got the right skill set down. You've got the right drops that that happen. You were able to trade or sell items and get the items you need, and then you can just continue to do the same runs and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and and I think for story-wise and for challenge, those final bosses really should be that huge step up. Yeah, for from a, from the standpoint of um, what I mean. I, I hate to keep bringing up WoW, but you know we're we're WoW players, so and I mean I was a Diablo player before WoW player, so well, let me just yeah. yeah. But um, when you get to that end game, and if there is no sense of progression, you know if everything's all the same, it you probably would actually get bored of it faster, you know. Mm -hmm. At, with with this change, you know, with Inferno actually ramping up from Act One to Act Two to Act Three to Act Four, you know, logistically now they no longer have to worry about trying to balance Act Four with Act One, you know, because the enemy types in Act Four are probably a lot harder than the enemy types that you'll encounter in Act One. But you know, you, you're going to want that sense of progression because otherwise, why are you going to keep going through Inferno? You know, I mean, obviously you're going to keep doing it for loot. But at some point, it's going to feel more like a chore. And from from the sound of it, now, I mean, obviously, we, we'll, we'll see when we finally get there. Um, Inferno is going to kick everybody's ass. And I, I think the quote was, not when somebody clears Inferno in the first few days or weeks, but they said months. I'd like to see if that really happens. I kind of hope it does, you know, because that would mean it worked. Yeah, and 
another great thing about this, and this is, you know, future thinking here, you know, when the expansion comes out, you know, that's going to add Act 5. And you're going to want to have that, you know, tacked on to the end of the progression scale when, when we get there. So when the expansion comes out, you want Act 5 to be even harder than Act 4 you know, Inferno. So with with this with this design decision, I I, I approve. And I'm actually kinda of scared now of Inferno. <laughs> Good. See that's the point though. I mean yeah. when you start this game, you wanna go through and you know, your first experience playing any Diablo game is, oh my god, I'm gonna die. You know? Mm-hmm. And you don't know how hard the monsters are and you're not really sure about your skills, your weapons yet, you're kind of learning that whole thing. And you have that whole like adrenaline, like, oh my god, what's coming around the corner? Am I gonna lose am I gonna survive this mob? What am I gonna do? And then you get, you know, more skilled and if you stay in the lower level areas or stay in areas that are uh lower than your armor or your skill level or whatever it becomes less frightening because you know you're going to survive you know what these Mm -hmm. monsters are going to do you you might have an idea as to what they might drop although that's a bit randomized then you move on you move on to the next part of it you can't do it in the beta but in the real game you'll be moving on to the next part and it'll start over a little bit with wait a minute those are a lot harder than i you know encountered last time and it'll have that whole adrenaline thing and i mean would it wouldn't it be more fun to have that whole experience like the first time you ever played a Diablo game, the oh my god I'm going to die kind of thing you know, and, and what's this thing over there and something moved and is it should I shoot it you know, that kind of thing um, all the way through the Inferno difficulty you know, rather than have it be something you could just run in and do and not really you know, care that much about yeah, in the first person to get through, or first group of four people maybe, because I'm sure hardcore probably will require four people to get through Inferno. Um, The first group of four or person who gets through kills Act 4 and boss in Hardcore Inferno. Oh my goodness. They are... They're going to be, you know... They're going to be heroes. (laughs) They're going to be immortalized by Blizzard, I would assume. Totally. And if that person is you, whoever is listening to this show, please contact us so you can come talk to us about it. We'd love to hear your experience. Well, that that is assuming that they're one of those people who actually, you know, listen to our show because we're fun to listen to. It's possible. As opposed, <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, it's it's not to say that you know the hardcore of hardcore don't enjoy having fun. So yeah. Oh, they do. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have fun that way. Yeah. So I the 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 other thing that um now now I get this feeling like you know because. Blizzard was very clear to say that no, we did not nerf Act 1 Inferno. We made Acts 3 and 4 even harder. So that there is that progression. But um, I have a feeling we're going to be in uh, you know, Act 4 Hell farming some stuff so that we can survive in Inferno for, <laughs> for at least a couple weeks. <laughs> Probably. And then do the same thing in Act 1 Inferno so that we can survive in Act 2. It's going to be cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be a time commitment, but it's gonna be awesome. Oh, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait, and can't wait for the arenas to be added. Oh my goodness, can't wait to smash some puke doctors in the face. Hey, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my frogs right all over your smashing face. <laughs> but yes, so yeah. Uh, other than than that, um, there Blizzard is doing this uh, Heroes Rise thing, which is pretty awesome. It's got a lot of stuff going on with that. Yeah, unfortunately, by the time our show comes out, our listeners, if you haven't 
been keeping up with the news, you will have missed the ability to get um, uh, a sigil unlocked for the Demon Hunter and the Barbarian. That might have changed. I just looked at it right before we started recording. Um, oh. Originally, when this was uh, put, it was like, okay, you can go into this, you can click on the Demon Hunter, you can design your own like banner for the Demon Hunter, but only within mm-hmm. like a week. Okay, you had right. to do it within that time. And you go in and you go through their system and you design the banner the way you want it from their you know many choices. And uh, you can upload your own picture to it if you want to, or you can use the picture of the Demon Hunter that's already there. And when you get all the way through, what's supposed to happen is that it will send, um, you have to log in, you know, like with your Battle.net information to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, when you get all done, you could put it on your Facebook page if you want to. And you also are supposed to get an email in whatever account is associated with your Battle.net account saying, you know, that, okay, you've done it. And that's what lets you know that you will get the whole purpose of doing this, I guess, is to get this exclusive designed banner when Mm d3 launches like you will have access to that okay now originally with the demon hunter it was not working for me at all and i tried and i tried and i tried and i was so frustrated and yeah because demon hunter is yours yes absolutely it's my favorite ever and you know i tried everything i tried okay i'm gonna like you know restart my browser and see if that's the problem okay i'm gonna shut down everything else i'm doing and see if that's the problem no okay what happens if i do upload a picture so i did upload a picture um, to use for it and I tried that and I couldn't get it to load to my Facebook page and I was like screaming at the computer you know um, and it just would not work well recently they switched it over so that you could do the next race which is your favorite Nebuch the Barbarian and mm-hmm. um, that's yep. there now so I went through and did that one and it worked like a charm it was really easy and you know it just went right through went right to my Facebook page I got the email confirmation so I'll get the you know the banner I designed for the Barbarian in the game and I noticed that the Demon Hunter was still there. So I'm like, well, what if I just click on that and try again? So I did and it worked. Uh, I got the confirmation for it so now I've got both of them and they're going to be releasing access to your ability to create your own designed uh, banner for the other classes in the upcoming days or weeks, I guess. So that's yeah. uh, that's what that is. That's that part of the whole Darkness Falls Heroes Rise thing is, is that. So it's exciting. Um, once you do it, it should go on your Facebook page almost immediately. And, you know, you can share it or like it or whatever, or have other people do it. Uh, if you added your own photo of some kind, either of yourself or, oddly enough, a lot of people are choosing their cute little pets for their photo, their dog, their kitty cat, <laughs> you know, whatever. There's the demon hunter. There's your kitty cat with the little banner. Um, there is a page that has a gallery of these and yours should appear there not all of them are appearing there it seems to be there's a selection process somewhere internally going on um so that could appear there one of the people in the the gallery each week is going to get selected as like the i don't remember the title like the hero of the week or something like that could be you i don't remember what you win i think you get like a signed mouse pad or something like that that's pretty cool yeah so there's a lot of stuff just with that and then they have an art contest connected Mm -hmm. to it as well that's going to end april 30th I think so Sunday April 29th at 11:59 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time and the prizes are actually pretty amazing including 3D monitors video cards by Asus Diablo 3 computer cases by Antec and Diablo 3 peripherals by SteelSeries so, so if you're into art at all 
you know, now's the time to make an original image of your favorite Diablo 3 class, whichever mm-hmm. one that happens Wizard. to be. Demon Wizard. Hunter. Demon Hunter. Anyway. Wizard. <laughs> this could go on forever. But um, if you want to do that, get that going pretty quick because they've got more than 2,000 entries right now. They're going to end it, you know, April 30th or, well, April 29th. So, um... If you want in on that, you got to get on, in on that pretty soon. It looks like all the the two classes, the um, the banner still works, and you're supposed to get that as soon as the game launches. You're supposed to have access to that with that class. Um, let's see what else they have. They also have like a countdown going on the page that has like the demons, demons from mm-hmm. Heroes Rise. If you scroll down to the bottom, um, it'll say reveal dark secrets, and there's this whole cool little design here, and they've unlocked 27% of it as we are recording this today. There are special little things that they're going to reveal as we get closer, like as a countdown to the release of Diablo 3. So they've got a video, which is a developer's diary, you know, with people talking to Jay Wilson and uh, art director Christian Lichner, lead software engineer Jason Rager. I'm probably massacring the pronunciation of some of these names, but you know, that's the first installment of the developer diary, so you don't least one more of these will be another one. They've also released um, information about the Book of Cain. So if you don't have that yet, if you're in uh, if you're in the UK or Australia where I don't think the book's been released yet, you might want to check that out. Might be one mm-hmm. to do it. it won't be the whole book, of course, but it'll be some. Um, and there'll be more as time goes on. Yep. Yeah, so, wow. That was and a mouthful. Yeah. I just wanted to mention one other thing I noticed at the bottom of the page of the sigils. They did mention that if you missed um, the opportunity to get it right now. There will be a short grace period shortly before the game's release where you'll be able to make up for any sigils you might have missed. Um, oh, that's really good. See, I think they yeah. left the Demon Hunter accessible because it was so hard for so many people to access when it originally hit, you know, 25,000 people going, I need the Demon Hunter banner, you know, going over and over. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that one's still accessible to Barbarian is accessible right now, and it looks like they will. If you missed it, you come in later and you go, oh, wow, I didn't even know about this. I would have loved to have done it. There'll be a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll get mine going. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, I'm... Frog. When, <laughs> when you brought up the art contest, I actually started thinking about what what could I do? And then I thought, hmm, I love lightning, and I love Pikachu. Oh, there we go. Crossover. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu versus a wizard. Who will win? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Pikachu and stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> Balancing on top of them. <laughs> so, I, I don't think I have anything else to add to the show. Oh, um, there was a Blizzard just announced, I think just today, that they're, they're allowing everybody who may have created a battle tag. And, you know, maybe you're not quite satisfied with it. You know, like, maybe you just... Maybe you didn't understand the gravity or, you know, the importance of your battle tag. And so you just kind of willy-nilly made one up. And they're going to allow you to change it. One time. For free. Now, that I, I'm i assuming that they mentioned free because I maybe they'll allow you to change it down the road for a fee. But we don't know. This will also carry over if you just got into the Diablo 3 beta and you create a battle tag. You're not going to be stuck to that right now. You'll still get that free change, you know, say like, oh, oops, maybe I want to be known as something else. Like maybe you picked your main from WoW and you're like, mm-hmm. well, I kind of want to start fresh and be something else for this. I don't really want to yeah. pick my main, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, for, yeah, if you're... 
if your only identity is WoW, then yeah, may maybe maybe you want to branch out a little bit, or maybe maybe your identity coming into like like for example, Nevik predates WoW for me. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> In my main, Zoe predates WoW as well. <laughs> Goes all the way back to D and D. Yeah, so I I have no use for the name change or the battle tag change because I'm very happy with my battle tag because it's just Nevik mm -hmm. and four random numbers chosen. I wish you could pick the numbers, but I can see why they didn't do that because you'd get a lot of people who'd have one three three seven as their battle tag of number. Of course, you know. That's, uh -huh. Of course, yeah. Well, we're all one three three seven, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. But, yeah. So, like, like I said, um, that that ties it back into. I'm trying to work to get a good page for us to have everybody's battle tag listed. That that will include our listeners. If if you wish to have your battle tag up there, you know, obviously we will respect privacy. If you don't want your battle tag to be up there, you know, just let us. Like, basically, the way that I'm going to go about it is, if you want to have your battle tag publicly known up on our on our website, let us know either through Twitter, email, or you know, in game if you happen to catch us in game, whatever. Um, then, then we'll publicize it up up there. And if you don't, you know, that's cool too. You know, we'll we'll keep a, uh, I will keep a record of everybody's battle tags, public or not, just for our own records. That that way we can keep track of all of our listeners and you know like that. And then we'll recognize because, you even if you're not. Mm -hmm, you know. Because it's uh, Big Brother watching you all the time. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that 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 pretty much that's it. That's yeah. all I got. That's all I got too. I think we that have a show. Awesome. Yep. Um, so yeah, like, like I said, um, episode fourteen. Expect us to cover some of the basics. You know what? What you can expect. Um, well, I just hit my my headset. Sorry about that. I don't know if that translated <laughs> to audio sound, and no, if it didn't, I did. apologize for drawing attention to the fact that there was nothing. But anyways. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, we need to end the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, in episode 14, we will definitely go over, um, if you've never played Diablo, we, we will we will try to give you a crash course, I guess. I guess you could call it. And um, Sinweaver, we were, we're going to get you on the show, okay? Just, you know, things are kind of crazy right now with me and my injury and everything else. But yeah, Sinweaver will... He, he's a assassin player, and I really want to get him on the show because I... I could never get into the assassin and i really want to know how an assassin plays because i want to play as an assassin in diablo 2 but uh that was a i guess time. we got to do that fast because uh, yeah, otherwise all right so that's yeah. coming up in the future is another production meeting we're doing yep, on there yep, yeah yep mm -hmm. hey. see we share so much with our listeners we even let them know our production meetings mm -hmm. yep hey full Here's transparency right here. here yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 just full transparency, you know, the entire show is scripted as well. So, th thank you, Jen and Brazier, for sticking to the script. It's you know, oh, it's been really hard no to probably make it easy for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. So. I even scripted that laughter. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty hard. You really do not know how hard it is to, you know, nail these laughs. But anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening to episode 13 of the Shattered Soulstone podcast. We are a Dawnforge production. And speaking of Dawnforge, we'd love to I I always say that we Medros is awesome and we would and we love him for that. 
so yes, we'd like to thank him for hosting our show. Uh, you can read the show blog or listen to the show archives at shatteredsoulstone.com. And we are, oh my goodness, I, I was about to say we are our... <laughs> <laughs> I need to end the show fast. Uh-huh. I, I am falling apart. Uh, our show account is Shattered Stone. I am Nevik James. Brasia is Brasia Priest. And Jen is Queen of Haiku. We are on Facebook and Google+. And I just want to reiterate that we definitely cannot do the show without without any of you. So please send in your contributions, questions, and feedbacks. Feedbacks? <laughs> like I said, need to end the show. To show at shatteredsoulstone.com I had to slow that down otherwise I would have tripped over it again so until next time for me for Jen and for Brasia I will be trying to put myself back together I hurt This has been a presentation of Dawnforge, copyright 2012. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com. <laughs>